And we are live. We're recording on 929 in the middle of the AL wildcard series between the Yankees and the Indians. Yankees up 7-2 right now, which is great for me because I'm a Yankee fan. They're going to roll into the World Series. Check it. Down to the NBA. Celtics meltdown versus the Heat. Um, they blew a lot of leads that series. The Heat, came, the Heat kept coming back. Heat kept fighting. That's a team full of dogs. They're gonna, they're in the finals, and they're gonna win a game because yeah! Lakers in five. Nuggets tried versus the Lakers. I think that young core is full of studs. I think they're gonna win a championship one day. It just wasn't this year. I think, like Snoop Dogg said, Lakers in five. We not the Clippers. The finals will be competitive. I do think it's going to be Lakers in five once again versus the Heat, but uh, okay, every game will be okay. close. Every game will go down to the wire, and LeBron James will win finals MVP. I think he averages close to a triple-double in the finals again. I think he's averaging, if not 30, 10, and 10, 35, 10, and 10 on, on real. Um, AD's going to go off. What I realized over the Heat Celtics series is that Bam Adebayo for the Heat is going to be a Dennis Rodman, Tim Duncan hybrid. I think he runs and jumps all over the court like Dennis Rodman. I see him more times on the floor than I see him on his feet. But on offense, he's got that shimmy shake, that footwork that Tim Duncan had. I think he's going to be a stud. He's great for mid-range. That guy's got it. That guy's got it. He's going to keep getting it. Tyler Hero averaged 25-5 and in the Heat cruised in the Easter Conference Finals. It's like I called it because what I say he was going to average, 18-5-5 in the Heat we're going to win. Well, there you go. 25 and 5. He's a bucket. Paul Pierce, shut up. Because I spit hot to five. the NFL. We had a pretty uh we had a pretty crazy week this week in the NFL. I'm still on the Kyler hype train. I know that I called for him getting 505 versus Detroit, but um I'm still on that hype train no matter what. Miami's figuring it out on offense, which is good. I think Fitzpatrick is having the most fun out of everybody in the NFL right now. If you were to, he genuinely loves playing the game of football and he's gonna just he's slinging it man Fitzpatrick is running around the field like he's five years old playing with his buddies and that really shows in the character that really shows in the attitude of this team and Miami's gonna figure it out they might go seven and nine might go seven and nine John Harbaugh cost the Ravens the game he decided that he wanted to prove that Lamar Jackson was a better passer than Patrick Mahomes and that's just not true it's blasphemous to even put them in the same category as passer as quarterbacks they're both fantastic they spectacular but as a passer you're you're setting Jackson up for failure when you tell him to go head to head with Mahomes and pass the ball instead of sticking to your run game that's that's not good Mahomes shines in primetime as always every every game I've ever seen him play in where it's just the Chiefs and somebody else playing nobody else is playing all eyes are on Kansas City he shines he finds a way to do it Andy Reid had him throw a touchdown pass to his left tackle, easy peasy. That left tackle has a has better hands than anybody on the Ravens' offense last night. It was god awful to watch. It was the score didn't show it, but it was domination. You could just tell. I think Kansas City's defense showed up. I think they did what they had to do. I think they proved that they're a unit. They proved me wrong. I said that they were gonna cost the Chiefs. They didn't. They held Lamar to 97 passing yards on 28 attempts. I think Gronk is gonna show is showing flashes. Him and Brady are gonna figure it out. Tampa's still not gonna do anything in the postseason, but like I said, they might go ten and six. Uh, when you have the greatest quarterback of all time, in a lot of people's opinions, and one of the greatest tight ends of all time on the same team, something's gonna happen. Burrow is already a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. Burrow, 
out the Bengals tied with the Eagles. The Eagles were a playoff team last year, and the Bengals went two and fourteen and had the first pick. That's crazy. Joe Burrow over Carson Wentz every single day of the week, and it's not even close. Okay, okay. The Saints proved the Saints proved that they are trash. The Saints proved they're not gonna win anything with Drew Brees at quarterback. The Saints Sean Payton era is over. They need to move on from both Breeze and Peyton if the Saints want to get anywhere soon. You're going to learn today. Green Bay versus Seattle will be the NFC Championship game. I think those are two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL for sure. Green Bay is one of the best teams in the league for sure. But I think even with that injury-riddled defense, when you have Russell Wilson at quarterback, all you're going to do is win games. He's back-to-back games with five touchdowns, and this leads me to it. Russ is going to Russ. Russell Wilson for MVP. I will say it all 17 weeks that football is going on. Even the week that he doesn't play, I will say Russ is going to Russ and Russell Wilson for MVP. Nobody else is even close. Dan Quinn will be fired. Said it last week. I'm going to say it again. Dan Quinn will be fired. Detroit upset Arizona. Like I said earlier, Kyler didn't really have the game that I thought he was going to have. Threw a couple picks. Wasn't very good. I think he's going to bounce back better. Detroit showed resiliency and... Matt Patricia won a game, you know. Matt Patricia isn't the best head coach, was a great defensive coordinator. But uh, I think he's out at the end of the season. But Detroit, Detroit upset Arizona. Got to give him credit for that. Carolina beat the Chargers. I expected Justin Herbert to shine versus Carolina. He didn't. I think he threw a pick and a touchdown. He had okay stats, didn't do anything great. Um, you could tell he's definitely needing to develop and needs to stay in that quarterback room for as long as possible before seeing the field again. I think Tyron needs to come back so that Herbert can get a little bit more seasoned in that playbook before he gets the job next year. The Texans start 0-3, but don't fear because the Houston Texans will be in the playoffs. At 0-3, they are my playoff team. Of all the 0-3 teams, they're going to make the playoffs. Everybody in Houston, deep breath in, deep breath out. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Because I spit hot fire. To quote the GOAT. And this leads me to our flavorful five for the week. I got Cleveland, the Brownies, dominating America's team. I think Baker goes off. Odell chews up that secondary. Dallas has nothing to offer Cleveland. It's going to be a high-scoring one for sure, but uh, Cleveland on top. I think Baker's better than Dak. Baker's better than Dak. I don't, I don't know about that one, but Dak definitely doesn't deserve $50 million like he wants. I think he's reaching. I think he needs to to move on from Dallas because they're never going to agree on anything. He's definitely not the quarterback they need. He They're not the situation that he needs. He needs to get out for the sake of both of those sides. Joe Burrow is going to shine in a high-scoring game versus Jacksonville. I think he gets his first dub. That tie versus Philadelphia really, really pissed him off. Now I think he's got this pit in his stomach. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He always will. He's got it. And I think that's going to show versus Jacksonville when he walks in there and throws for 404. I think he's going to light up that defense. And it's going to be a high-scoring one because Gardner Mitchell is nobody to play around with. I think he's pissed about that Dolphins game. Beard over mustache. Anyway, the Raiders will beat the Bills in Las Vegas to stay undefeated in Las Vegas since moving to Las Vegas. Stadium's beautiful, and I think it's going to provide mojo because I think Derek Carr goes in there and feels like he has something to prove because of all those haters. You know, he started 2-0, lost the game, and everybody got on him again. So I think the Raiders will beat the Bills in a revenge game for Derek Carr. Denver's backups will beat the Jets. I think 
Denver with two backup quarterbacks and $35 million on injured reserve will find a way to make the Jets blow this game. It will be the stink bowl of the year. I'm naming it my stink bowl of the year. I didn't mean to offend you. Irene Aldana will become a contender with big W over Holly Holm. I think everybody knows who Holly Holm is. Kicked Ronda Rousey's head off. And Irene Aldana will snatch up all those all those eyes and make everybody that watches realize that she's there at 135 and that she's not nothing to be messed with. And that leads me into the UFC. Juan Espino, dominant. Choked him out with a head and arm choke from side mount. He completely, utterly dominated some guy that trains with the heavyweight champ of the world in one of the best smaller gyms in the world. So that's that's awesome. He's on the rise at heavyweight. Everybody above 205 pounds, watch out. City Kickboxing went 2-2 two and two over... Ooh, and the Yankees... Ah, 7-2, though. We're winning still. That's awesome. Okay, okay. Uh, City Kickboxing went 2-2 two and two over this card. They had four fighters. Israel Adesanya was one of them. We'll get to that later. But that is the gym of the year and the coach of the year going 2-2 two and two on a card. Not really what they wanted, but... Um, Kai Car France had to fight a stud in Brandon Roy Val. Roy Val will be... UFC flyweight champ. He took him, got up, shook him off, and gave him back. Threw a spinning back elbow from his knee after getting knocked down. I've never seen that. Been watching the UFC for five years now. MMA is my favorite sport. I've never seen anybody spin off their knee and give a spinning back elbow, drop the other dude, and come back like that guy did. That that guy's a stud. He's going to be the champ at 125. Everybody, Every other flyweight in the UFC, watch out. <laughs> Hakeem Dawadu wins in a boring fight. I think the other guy was running too much. I think he tried his best. And Yankees up A2. I think he tried his best to knock him out. He was walking him down, but the other guy was just running away. And when somebody's running and somebody's fighting, nothing, nothing's going to happen. So Hakeem won five in a row. 135ers, watch out. Blachowicz will reign. Reyes got KO'd by Blahovich. I had that one wrong. I thought Reyes was going to walk through him. I, th- I predicted KO in one, and it was a KO in one because uh, Jan toyed with him. Y- Jan was just playing with his food. Reyes had nothing to offer him. That left body kick was eating up Reyes' side, and then eventually the hands just got there, and he pressured and pressured and pre- I- He took Reyes' game plan to Reyes, something that I didn't expect. I don't even think Reyes expected it from the way the fight went on. He, was, he looked like a deer in headlights. He was just eating combinations. And eventually that Polish power, one got through, broke his nose, eventually just got him down, and it, that was it. That was it. I thought the stoppage was a little early for a, for a championship fight, but um, the ref did his job. I think Reyes would have gotten out of there anyway. And Blahovich will reign. Blahovich will have a long and lengthy reign at 205. Costa will not be champ ever completely got dominated he's going to be another yoel romero who tastes titles but never wins them he will always get a shot he'll go on these little three to four fight winning streets get a shot lose then do it again he's never going to beat adesanya and he's never going to beat anybody close to adesanya i don't think costa has anything to give any of the top contenders at 185 i think costa is never going to be a champ Adesanya's five, he will have a five-year reign at middleweight. I think nobody in the middleweight top 15 can touch him. I don't think anybody for the next five years will be able to touch him. 
Like he said in the post-fight interview, he's got 100 W's in fights. He's undefeated in mixed martial arts. He's got 100 W's in professional, in professional martial arts. He sees everything in slow motion. He lives off the red pill. He is the matrix. There's nobody, there's nobody in the world better than Israel Adesanya right now. And that includes John Jones. Diego Sanchez should retire. I'm tired of seeing him get beat up. And so is Dana White. And so is all the media. Diego Sanchez is a nice guy. And I think he just doesn't have anything to offer anymore. He's just fighting a fight. He's got to get out of there for his own good. Jake Matthews is rising. Jake Matthews completely dominated Diego Sanchez, which he was the biggest favorite on the card. Everybody expected it. Everything was going his way. Completely dominated. Had everything everything to give Diego Sanchez. Should have finished Diego Sanchez. I don't know why he let him. He just jumped on top of him and said, I'm letting him back on his feet. But um, that was that. And I hope Diego Sanchez really does retire. I really hope he gets out of there because I don't want to see him get beat up anymore. Upcoming NFL, NFL Week 4. Got. Love that. We've got Denver beating the Jets. Like I said, Denver's backups will get this W for Vic Fangio. New Orleans is going to beat Detroit just because Detroit's a dumpster file. It doesn't mean that New Orleans is good, but Saints fans will still scream, Who that? Shout out to Liam. The Chargers are going to lose to Tampa Bay. I think Herbert still got something to learn, and I think Tom Brady's going to teach it to him. Cincinnati's going to beat Jacksonville. Houston will get their first W over Minnesota. Baltimore walk through Washington. KC will beat New England handedly. There will be no competition. New England will have nothing to offer Kansas City. I think that D-line swallows up Cam relatively easily, and it, it's pretty one-sided victory. I got San Francisco beating Philly. Philly's my playoff team that might go like three and thirteen. Like Philly made the playoffs last year barely, and this year they're a complete dumpster fire. We're gonna riddled by injuries. Give you that riddled by injuries, but this year Philly is just a dumpster fire. And San Francisco, with their backup quarterback and with all of their backup players, will beat Philadelphia in San Francisco. You're going to learn today. I think Seattle Seattle plays the Dolphins. I get, my favorite team gets to get destroyed by my MVP candidate, which is awesome because I think Seattle's going to absolutely walk through Miami. I got Tennessee beating Pittsburgh. Oh, Tennessee um, just had three players test positive for the coronavirus, which is not good. But um, everything seems positive throughout the day. I've been getting updates, and they're looking into Sunday night or Monday night possibly for the Pittsburgh-Tennessee game, but that game's still looking to be played. And if it is played, I got Tennessee. Like I said, Cleveland dominates Dallas. I got Arizona over Carolina, which is cool. Um, Chicago beats Indianapolis soundedly. Chicago's 3-0, and Nick Foles is now their starter. They went 3-0 basically with money-making Mitch. Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky got benched in the third quarter of that game. Oh, who they play? I forgot who they played. That's why we got notes, guys. Hey. They got absolutely dominated by Atlanta for three quarters. And then when they switched to Nick Foles, big blank Nick, he uh, he stepped up and won them the game, throwing three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Welcome back, Nick Foles, to the NFL. I love that guy. He's a stud. And they're going to be a playoff team this year. They're going to be in the NFC, in the NFC wild card. And I'm happy for Nick Foles. 
I think the Rams walk through the Giants. The Giants are 0-3. They're going to go 0-4. The NFC East is 2-9-1 this season. An entire division of football has two wins. Three weeks have been played in the NFL. You do that math and let me know if that makes sense. Las Vegas will beat Buffalo, like I said. Now let's get to dumpster fire versus not dumpster fire. The Falcons walking into Green Bay, Monday night football. Green Bay blows out the Falcons. Matt Ryan throws two-plus interceptions. Aaron Rodgers probably has 500 yards and five touchdowns. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game only because the Packers are going to have 49 points. I think Aaron Jones is going to run a couple. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw a lot. I think it's going to be, if I had to put a number on it, 49-31 for a total of 80 points. Don't take the spread. Don't take the over-under. Blowout, high-scoring game. And Dan Quinn probably gets fired. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! Let's get to the upcoming UFC. So it's UFC Fight Night, Home versus Aldana. So we got Holly Holm, great, great, great person, great fighter, on the tail end of her career versus an up-and-coming Irene Aldana who's got hands, comes out of Mexico. She's got hands. She's a boxer who steps back, comes in quick with combinations and doesn't get hit. She does everything right. I think she gets the W... Probably not by knockout, but I think she gets it in a decision in convincing fashion. And uh, Holly Holm starts to think about retirement because other than her win versus, oh, I forgot I forgot the little girl's name from Australia. But ever since that win, all she's done is lose. And before that win, all she did was lose. So she's definitely coming to the, to the tail end of her career. And I think she's just got to think about hanging it up. She had, she had her moment. She beat Rousey in front of a record audience, and that was awesome. But she definitely should not be in there anymore, and I think her coaches need to tell her that because I think 135 is stacked with killers, and nobody's beating Amanda Nunes ever again. So Holly Holmes just got to look to get out of there. She made her bread. She got to go. Jorgen DeCastro will win by KO versus whoever he's fighting. Felipe is his last name because that's what I wrote down. I don't even care. This will be the, the watch that if you're gonna watch any fight on the card, watch this fight because it'll only take about 15 seconds of your day. Jorgen De Castro has absolute dynamite in his hands. He's he's beating everybody that you put in front of him, except for people in the top five. I think he's that good. I think he's still he still needs work. Six and one still needs work, but as long as you keep getting him these fights where he just keeps getting better and better and. Up in the competition slowly, but gradually, Jorgen DeCastro will show you nothing but improvement, nothing but highlights, and I think he, I think he gets this one done by KO in, in, like I said, 15 seconds. Okay, okay. Durandamy versus Pena's is a fight that I was surprised they didn't want to give their own fight card because Durandamy is a huge name. Um, she just came off a loss to the GOAT, Amanda Nunes, which is nothing to be ashamed of. But her fight before that was a main event. So the fact that she's the, the third fight, the third to last fight on the card is kind of confusing to me. That I feel like they could have made that a main event for sure. Juliana Pena is a stud. I think she's a great grappler with great takedowns. I think Jer- Jermaine Durandamy has power, but no takedown defense. And if I'm going a wrestler versus... A Muay Thai specialist with no takedown defense. I'm gonna go the wrestler every day. I got Juliana by sub, probably in round two after she's already grinded her out for seven or eight minutes on the mat. 
This next one breaks my heart. Carlos Condit versus Court McGee is on the undercard. There's five fights after Carlos Condit, and that's on a fight night, not on a pay-per-view. And that's crazy because Carlos Condit deserves more respect than that. Carlos Condit has been in some of the greatest fights in UFC history. He's got he's got that war with Robbie Lawler. That's Stinkfest versus Nick Diaz, but you're gonna fight Nick. You had to fight Nick Diaz like that. But he he's been in there with George St. Pierre. Like you, this is a guy that deserves all the respect in the world. The natural born killer, and you're gonna put five fights in front of him on a UFC fight night for free. That that doesn't make, that that's a disgrace. I think the UFC should apologize to Carlos Condit. Um, I think they should apologize to Court McGee too, because Court McGee is a stud in his own right. He was coached by Chuck Liddell on The Ultimate Fighter. He's got a name. Both these guys got huge names in the sport. And the fact that they're on the undercard on ESPN Plus instead of on the main card just hurts my feelings. But uh, I got Condit by decision. I think, yeah, even though they're both on the tail end of their career, I think they could both still put up a good fight. And um, uh, ESPN is showing Derek Jeter on the screen. That makes me happy. Love you, Captain. But, uh, yeah, the fact, that, um, the fact that that's not higher on the card is making me mad. So let's go to breaking news for the week. The Pac-12 is coming back in November for a seven-game slate. The Big Ten's coming back. And congratulations to SCLSU because the their water boy broke the NCAA sack record with 16. Yeah! That's cool because LSU lost. So I'm glad that the water boy was, uh, was able to step up for the state of Louisiana. Y'all got a stud. SCLSU in the Bourbon Bowl, they will win. Probably because Bobby Boucher shows up at halftime. Okay, but, okay. Uh, that's it for the week. Thank you guys so much. Thanks to the Raw DJs. And um, use your blinker. Be kind. Cowboys suck. And we are done. Woo!